I have to tell you the respect and affection I have for Bill O'Reilly. I remember I know Bill for many, many, many years as a, a television personality and then blazing the path for those of us who just want to do what's right in this country. Bill always was kind of a spokesperson and is on a, he's on a BillOReilly.com, speaks for all of us today. But, but Bill, first and foremost, welcome to the show with respect. We always appreciate you being here, sir. Sure, Joe. Pleasure to talk with you. But you know what, Bill, what I really like, you are so efficient because I watch the call board and people call a couple minutes late, a couple minutes late. You call right on time, and you're a big star, Bill. You don't have to mess around with old Christopher <laughs> on the radio, man. No. We, have a, we have a military discipline at BillOReilly.com. You know, it's uh, like the Navy SEALs. So, uh, you know, we look, I, I appreciate you having me on. I mean, and, oh, you know, it's not man. a big star business. It's, it's if Piscopo uh, is nice enough to have me on, oh, we're going to do everything we can to make it a smooth sale. You uh, and you do that every time, Bill O'Reilly. We so appreciate it. Hey, how's the reaction to this spectacular and I say riveting and I say must read killing the SS? I hold the hardcover in my hand, Bill. Great job. Kudos on this. What's the reaction to this vital book, Bill? Well, my personal reaction is gratification. Uh, book came out October 9th, and yesterday, Sunday, it was number one on the New York Times list. So wow. it's got what they call in the business legs. Um, <laughs> it's word of mouth doing it. I don't have the big platform on the Fox News channel anymore. Um, we do radio like your shows. Uh, we get the word out. But then people have to like the book. Uh, and then they tell their friends, and, you know, if you got somebody in, who likes history, this is a great Hanukkah and Christmas gift. Um, I was funny, I was looking at the top 100 Amazon books. Amazon is the biggest bookseller now in the country. There's only seven books or eight books in the, in the uh, top 100. You know what the, the second largest selling book in the country is, Joe? I have no idea. What would that be? The Wonky Donkey. The wonky donkey. Kids book. Okay? So Michelle is number one, and she'll be number one until the year 2070. I mean, you know, people love Michelle Obama. Uh, And then it's kids books, diet books, and cooking books. And I finally figured it out. So the people who buy the cooking books, like the Pioneer Cookbook and the, uh, you know, whatever, then they buy the diet book because they know they're going to get fat. Reading a cooking book. Unbelievable. So it's cooking books, diet books, kids' books, um, and then there's, a, there's like seven books in the top 100. We're, last night we were 35, I mean, which is a miracle, an yeah, absolute really. miracle. But thanks well, for asking about it. No, well, you know what's great? The, the history of it all, and I know you as a, as a history teacher, I mean, what can we learn from this book? Because I'm reading, and, and I think this is the question that I have. It was so much worse back then, during the Second World War, during the 1930s, going into the Second World War. And when I read what you wrote about the Nazis, again, the, 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 the byline for Killing the SS, Bill O'Reilly's book, The Hunt for the Worst War Criminals in History, it's, it, you can't, it was so much more worse than anything we see today, yeah. even, even from ISIS, you know, wasn't I, it, Bill? Yeah, there's no doubt that that was uh, the nadir, the low point in uh, Western civilization. Um, since, you know, Jesus walked the earth, uh, even though we had horrible things occur, atrocities occur in Rome and in the Middle Ages and all that, but this was off the chart horrible. But, you know, I wrote the book because uh, I see a rising evil in America. I, I see um, Americans confused about true evil. A lot of them deny it. 
You know, oh, well, no, there's always a reason, or he's, the person's insane, or mm, no. There's a lot of evil. And I wrote Killing the SS, so people would, number one, recognize what evil is. It's a, it's a calculated um, it's a calculated harm. This is what evil is, calculated harm that you do to another human being. That's when you think about it, you accept it, you carry it out, and you don't care. That's evil, like the person who walks in the church or the synagogue and shoots yeah. up the congregation. Um, so I want people to know what evil is, and then I want people to do something about it. If you see something, say something. That's the cliché. If you see something on the Internet that's anti-Semitic off the chart, then, you know, call the FBI. Yeah. You know, look, we have to – we're all in this together. We have to fight down or, you know, things are going to deteriorate rapidly in America. Yeah, I don't understand the anti-Semitic rise now. I talk about it all the time on the program here, Bill. It's, yeah, it's, and, you know, in the uh, New York Post today, there's a couple of articles about anti-Semitism. And um, it comes from – it's passed down. This, this is where it comes from. Mm-hmm. So when you're born, babies are born, they're not anti-Semitic or anti-white or anti-black or anti-Muslim. They're just babies, and they're children. And children don't have that hate gene, all right? And if you watch them, I'm a former teacher, um, children just want to play and they want to eat and they want to go to sleep, whatever. So it's the parents who pass this stuff down. It's, it's cyclical. And then the kid hears it in the house or, you know, sees the parent acting out in a, in a destructive way and then incorporates that into their life. That's where this comes from. And there's really nothing you can do. You can't legislate that out of, you know, you can't demand, the government can't demand that people be good parents. Um, you know, they can suggest that you be, but they can't come in and force you to be. So that's where anti-Semitism comes from. It's not, in my opinion, it's not an overwhelming problem in America. If you look at the numbers of anti-Semitic incidents, they're not in a nation of 330 million um, that off the chart. But it's there. Yeah. And so, which is just so unsettling and which why I always tell everybody to read Killing the SS, Bill O'Reilly. Hey, I got to ask you, too, uh, Alexandra uh, Ocasio-Cortez, our favorite socialist, you know, she said, well, she says it, this caravan that's going on seeking asylum is the same situation as the Jews who were fleeing the Holocaust in Nazi Germany. H- how do you oh, see boy. it, Bill O'Reilly? Yeah. Well, number one, I like uh, Miss Cortez. All right. And the reason I like her is because she went to Boston University and I went there as well. So we're both terriers. But she worked her butt off to represent her district in the Bronx. She went door to door. She told the people eye to eye that she would help them. That's all noble. Okay. The downside on Ms. Cortez is that she doesn't know anything. That's kind of a downside for a congressperson. Now, I'm going to offer her a tutorial. She can come, and I'll do it uh, pro bono. Uh, She can come over, and I'll uh, give her a history lesson, a constitutional lesson, civics lesson, bring her up to speed. Because, you know, she just doesn't know what happened in the Holocaust. I should send her, Joe, a a free copy of Killing the SS. I should send her that. Okay, Because what's going on in Honduras and Guatemala, El Salvador, is nothing. Like what went on in Germany. 
And if, if Ms. Cortez believes that everyone in the world who has a hard time in life is entitled to come to the United States, then she's a loon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is what, this is what it's about. Yeah. The far left believes that everyone in the world having a hard time in their home country should be allowed into the United States. That would absolutely destroy the country. Just cannot do it. Don't have the resources to do it. Now, it's a very easy issue. If you believe, as uh, Ms. Cortez apparently does, that everyone is entitled to come here, everyone, all right, then you're a loon. You're insane. And, and, and that's yep. what I'm watching CNN this morning, and I'm listening to yep. these commentators, and they're using every picture of the families, you know, the little children, it's picture after picture after picture. Well, you don't see the MS-13 guys who are absolutely down there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Who do you true. think led this rush to the wall? That wasn't the people in the baby strollers. I know. I know. Okay? That was the young men who want to get in here. It's I'm not saying true. they're all gangsters. I'm not saying that. But there's a percentage of them who are, and we're supposed to let them in here unsupervised. And then what I've been we saying can't all morning, supervise thousands of people. No, and there, there's a bum rush to the board. There's a bum rush. A lot, yeah, a total and, and, and it was, it's interesting for... because this goes right back to Acosta. Oh, you know it's not an invasion, Mr. President. You know it's not an invasion. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. If people are running toward the border and throwing projectiles at American authorities trying to get in here, that's an invasion, Jim. Yeah, Look it up in the dictionary. Uh, and how should the president, Bill O'Reilly, handle this, this caravan then? He needs to do more PR on it. You know, I, the, the, app, the strategy that's in place um, is, is what he should do. You've got to put people down there to stop thousands and thousands of people from pouring in here illegally. You have to. And the asylum thing is now a ruse. It's a con because there's a three-year backup. If you apply for asylum today, your case isn't going to be heard in three years. So you get to run around the United States for three years. They don't send you back. So it's a ruse. They figured it out. We'll all apply for asylum, yep. and then we'll stay here for at least three years and uh, do what we want. We'll establish our roots. We'll have babies, um, and we'll live in America. So everybody knows this, um, but the president doesn't get out front and say, look, I'm not a mean guy. I'm not trying to hurt the people with the babies, but we have to have an orderly immigration process. We have to. And most Americans agree with that, if you look at the polls, Joe. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. the far left that's pushing this yeah. anarchy, and yeah. they believe in open borders. They believe that anybody should come here at any time for any reason. I know, and we can't afford it, Bill. I'm t speaking personally, I always say, you think of your personal expenses. We can't afford it anymore because they're going to get everything for free, and that's not fair. My 50% of get all that. immigrant homes, both illegal and legal, in America right now, Yes, sir. That's foreign-born people. Fifty percent, half of them, receive means-tested government entitlements. That, that's apart from Social Security and Medicare. Okay? They receive help from the American taxpayer. Fifty percent. The U.S. debt is $22 trillion. So just the math alone. I mean, it's yeah, just yeah. I sit there and I'm just amazed that 100 percent of Americans aren't saying, we can't have this. Yeah. Please pass a sane immigration law, Congress, and please stop people from rushing you, our Bill. borders. Thank you. I, I just can't believe that anybody 
is opposed to both of those things. I know Bill O'Reilly with Piscopo. God, yeah, Bill, I, I, you got to come into the studio one day. I mean, we'd be honored to have you, by the way, just to go do at least an hour with you. There's so many questions. If I could just do a couple more before we break, Bill O'Reilly. Sure, sure. But, no, man, like like the, the climate change. I mean, you you and I know. And what I love about you, Bill, too, you're, you're logical and you think like we all think. So I'm thinking, I yeah, I could see when the, the ocean was polluted down the shore in Jersey, you know, back in the 70s and they cleaned it up. I understand that. But I'm dying to hear your thoughts on this climate change report that came out over the weekend. Well, it's a fascinating thing. Um, It's totally different than the uh, migration deal where I don't see the other point of view of open borders. I simply don't see it. All right. I won't accept it. If anybody tells me that, I look at them like, okay, either you're ignorant or you want America to be uh, on the decline. Climate change is a little bit different, okay, because – the stats say the earth is getting warmer. And when anything like that happens, it's cause and effect. So, okay, it's happening. Now, is it because of all the cars and, and all the factories uh, spouting stuff in the air? Maybe. Maybe. Or is it a natural cycle of the universe? Because we've had ice ages here. Uh, the dinosaurs yeah. once were here, and then they're gone. Um, so maybe we don't know. Only person knows is the deity. If you and if you don't believe in the deity, then no one knows. Okay. So my posture, because I'm a big ocean guy. All right, I, I go diving uh, in the summer. We're body surfing. Uh, you know, we're doing a lot of stuff in the ocean. So I'm a big environmental guy. So my my thing is we should all come together and say, yeah, there's, there's global warming, and let's try, all right, to mitigate all pollution. That's my philosophy. And I think America is doing that pretty well. I was out in Montauk uh, over the weekend uh, with oh, the lighthouse lighting and all that. Beautiful. I'm looking at the windmills in the ocean. Yeah. All right? Yeah, so we're yeah. doing it here. Yeah. Yeah. But guess who's not doing it? China and India, the two biggest polluters in the world. So if America does all of these things, and, and, and I think we should do them in a methodical way so it doesn't bankrupt the economy, but if we do it, okay, we're doing our part, but we can't force the other nations of the world to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Bill O'Reilly That's with Piscopo. never discussed. I love it. O'Reilly with Piscopo, 20 minutes before 10 o'clock. Bill, Elton, you're, you were quoted in the New York Times today before we let you go, Bill. Friends of yours, you said friends of yours are a gay couple, and they are some of the biggest financial supporters of Donald Trump in the entire country. I, I guess all of Donald Trump's supporters are not rednecks and the racists. <laughs> I got quoted in the New York Times. That's what it said. You are quoted in the New York Times today from Frankie Five Burroughs. Yeah. It says, friends of yours are a gay couple and are some of the biggest right. financial supporters of President Trump. That's true. But I never saw that, I said that to the New York Times. They never mm-hmm. called me. I would never take their call. I, know. I think the New York Times is about as dishonest a newspaper as there is on that planet. He said they're quoting um, Bill O'Reilly. I love this. They're man. quoting me, and, and the quote's actually true, but I didn't say it. I have yeah. friends who... Who are gay and they're a couple and they give a lot of money to Trump, oh, you know, for political uh, yeah, purposes. Yeah, 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 they love him. Bill, I tell you, um, yeah, so yeah, it's a weird world, Joe. You know, I know, but they're looking to you, man. They're looking to Bill O'Reilly. Bill, yeah. you play, listen, well, you, you play- go to BillOReilly.com. All the stuff that we discussed today, yeah, uh, yep, the migrants, yep. the yep. global warming tonight yep. on the Open News, we're doing. Um, and we got a lot of lot of stuff going on on that website, and uh, I hope people go in, and I hope people uh, think about. 
killing the SS to give to people who like history for Christmas and Hanukkah. Killing the SS is, is a riveting, vital book. And I was honored that you actually played our interview on uh, BillOReilly.com. Uh, yes. On, on, yeah. And you know what, Bill? You, one day, if you can, and I say this respectfully, sir, uh, I've known you long enough, I feel, you got to come in the studio. I'd love to spend an hour. All right, but week. that means I have to get up. I have to get up early. <laughs> and then okay. I have to go in there. But I'll try. We'll come I to will you. Can we, can we do a remote from your house? Can we do a remote from your house? Yeah, that's what you want. The knuckleheads <laughs> at your house. That'd be great, huh? I know. Bill, we love you, and we say Merry All Christmas right, to Joe. you. Anytime, man. man. Anytime. Right. Thank you, my friend. Okay. Bill O'Reilly right there. By the way, the book, Killing the SS. I, and I'm sorry, we're so late, but I just wanted to stay with Bill for uh, just for a moment there. And uh, actually for more than a moment. Killing the SS, the hunt for the worst war criminals in history. 